Welcome to this week's episode of Couch Quarterbacks. It is Jake here with Ben once again, and we are here to recap all the conference championship action and go through some of the Pro Bowl skill position players and give us give our own rankings for them. But we will start off here with the Bucks and the Packers. Ben, you had a great experience with this Bucks Packers game. How did Tom Brady make you feel on Sunday? Less than a man. <laughs> Less than I, I had so much financial. I had so much financial interest in Green Bay winning, and to see Tom Brady just stab me in the heart, just a slow but slow, painful death. And it's just, it was brutal. I hated every second of it because I thought Tom Brady was washed up, and I, I was really confident about Aaron Rodgers getting a shot, but now he's. One in four in NFC Championship games. Yeah. Right? Yeah, lost his first one at home. He's, yeah. Brady still might be washed up, right? Like, did he didn't look – I mean, he had some nice throws, but there were some throws that were, like, kind of scary in there, too. Yeah, but he all, his arm looks strong, though. It does. There's definitely a few, like, stupid decisions that he had made, but I think overall, like, he still has it. So, like, he still knows how to turn it on. Why did – why at the end of this first half in this game, why why did the Packers not just run a prevent defense? Why did they let Scotty Miller just go? Because you have Mike Penton. <laughs> Dude, I and think he's I think he's the issue because that's what I was worried about with this team in the going into the playoffs. I was like, I don't trust that defense in a big game. And what did they do? Shit the bed in another big game. Mike Penton is a horrible coach. He I was know the Bills defensive coordinator from Cleveland. That's true. I forgot he was at the with the Browns That's what I'm too. Saying. And we were supposed to. He always hyped up how good our defense was going to be. There's no. There's no such thing. No. Because he, he came into like as a defensive minded guy, but he's just is fraudulent. He's not a defensive minded guy. He's not good at putting together a defense. And I, yeah, I don't know how you let Scotty Miller kill you before the end of the half. It was it was like the one thing, like that whole sequence was the one thing that couldn't happen for the Packers. From the Rodgers pick to the Brady touchdown, it was like, okay, worst case scenario for here for the Packers, they just have to go into halftime as the score was. Why and are you in cover one? That doesn't make any sense. Mike Pettin coached, he was the Bills defense. I'm sorry because. Yeah, I thought he came. Yeah, he was the Jets' defensive coordinator for when they made the AFC title game. Then he got fired, went to the Bills. They were actually decent that year. And Your he defense leveraged, good. leveraged that into the head coaching job with the Browns. So I'm happy about that. If I remember right, that was when was that when Johnny Menzel first joined? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good times. Fond memories in Cleveland. He's 10 and 22 as a head coach in the NFL. But he'll ne- and he'll never not have a job. He only went seven and nine. It's unbelievable that they keep these old fucking coaches around for so long. He only went seven and nine the first year with the Browns, and then they went three and thirteen the second year. Progress. So, you know, that would be a negative trend. That is that is yeah the definition of a negative trend. So that's what worried me about them going in. It was a repeat of last year's performance. At least they didn't get stomped, but. I mean, it, the result still all goes the same. Let's go, let's talk about the the end of the game here. It's thirty-one to twenty-three. It's fourth and three, something like that. Fourth and three, fourth and four for Lafleur. 
and Rodgers, and they decided to kick the field goal and give the ball back to Tom Brady. Tom and Brady. That, Tom Brady. It could be anyone else. No, it could be anyone else, <laughs> and, I, and I might be okay with it. It could literally be anyone else in the league, and I might be okay with it. And and the and also let's backtrack here. If, don't let the fourth down play forget. Like don't let that make you forget about the third down play where Aaron Rodgers had about ten yards of real estate in front of him. Yeah, and decided to throw a ball into coverage. Yeah, I was screaming. I was run, run, and was he scared? Like was he scared know. of I getting think, hit there? No, he wasn't scared of getting hit. I just don't think he. I don't think he saw it. I mean, that's that's also possible. I don't, I don't think he, he had it. I I don't think he would have scored out. He might have been no, would have been close. But it, but it, but a, they would have been closer. It would have been like from the three. Yes, I'm saying four yards away from the end zone is like your worst look. And it's, but yeah, kicking the field goal and giving the ball back to Tom Brady, who of course he's going to close this game out, and you're never going to get the ball back. Yeah, it was done like against Tom Brady for that. One first down. All Tom needed was one first down. That's that's light work. Who and he doesn't feel pressure. Nope. And I bad decision. But I th- and then as much as I love that analytics has taken more hold in the game, I hate when we go to the press conference of and they ask a coach about why he did something stupid. And he goes, "Well, our uh, analytics said that that would be a better outcome." <laughs> like, well, 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 sometimes you just have to look at it. Sometimes <laughs> things are face value, and I think that you just need to analyze that situation and That's- say. If we give the ball back to Tom Brady, we're never going to see this fucking ball again. That's the thing, though, is they can just play it off as analytics and just escape with like a built-in excuse for the whole organization. Our like, numbers well, show in that position. Like, don't I don't want to fucking hear that. You made a bad choice. It sucked. It was it was painful to watch them. Like, you don't you? Isn't that the moment you have a quarterback like that for? Is being down by a touchdown with. Everything on the line. Everything on the line from seven yards out to make a play. And even if you, okay, so even if you don't convert, like they just get the ball back. I know. They're at the eight-yard line with the ball. and Yeah, then your defense needs to get a stop. Either way, your defense needs to get a stop, but the other way, at least you pin them. Like think about like there, there's there was almost no – I, the analytics in my brain are telling me that's stupid. <laughs> like, what are you thinking? It was a bad, it was a bad sequence. It was a bad sequence all around just for the Packers and Lafleur. like in these games, like awesome. You win all, you win a bunch of regular season games, but when it comes down to it in this situation, it's just, I don't know. It doesn't you're wasting, you're wasting years on a year of air. Well, that's the last thing I want to leave on. You think Aaron's going to leave? You think he's, no, staying? I don't think he will. Think he's gonna stay this year? Putting just trying to put the pressure on him. I think the lifetime guy. I wonder. I just I. It it looked evident that they need to do something with that that offense in these big games because it's a lot of just Aaron making plays and these dudes weren't making plays with him. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think that they just need to make a better. Their offense can like keep up. Their offense is there. Don't change anything on your offense. Just add some defense and get rid of Mike Penn. Because anyone, I'd rather have hire Greg Williams because Greg Williams would make that call to let Scotty yeah. Miller get in there for Christ's yeah. sake. 
Yeah, it was just bad execution all I'm around. Still so mad about it was it. bad. They got outcoached, and Bruce Arians isn't usually outcoached. Bruce Arians is a phenomenal coach. That's not yeah. under like let's not forget that. But yeah, if you give up three interceptions, you shouldn't win a game. No, not it, a playoff, especially game. in the second half. <sighs> it's it was brutal. It was the, the Scotty Miller touchdown direct transition into Aaron Rodgers interception. That I, I I remember I wanted to throw something through the television. I was so <laughs> it was a horrible horrible swing. You knew it was you knew it was Tom's day right at, as soon as that happened. Like mm-hmm. no matter how the second half was going to play out. Uh, so the Bucks go on, but Tom in his seventh Super Bowl now, or se- going for his seventh Super Bowl win. This is his eleventh Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, unreal. Just I mean. We don't ever count out Tom Brady. I've I've tried to say that a lot, but it's still just baffling to me that it's, it's happening right now. Us, uh, but the Bucks will be there. And this, okay, one one more stat on Tom Brady. Go for 33 it. Thirty-three and eleven in the playoffs. Yep. You would need to combine Joe Montana and Terry Bradshaw's playoff wins just to get to thirty, and you're still three shy of Brady. He's the best quarterback that we've ever seen play the game. Yep. As it stands now. Mahomes young goat, but yeah, the, Tom Brady's the current might, benchmark of GOAT. We might look back 30 years from now and just be like, how the fuck did Tom Brady make so many Super Bowls? Like it's 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 unheard of right now, and I feel like it's gonna be unheard of for a long time. I mean, Mahomes is the only one who has a chance, I think, but only time will tell. Well, let's see, because we know Mahomes will have that chance in two weeks against the Buccaneers because they beat the Buffalo Bills and the Bills were outmatched in this game from the beginning, but their coaching did not fucking help them at all because just as much as LaFleur's field goal at the end of the game screwed them, there were two different times where the Bills kicked field goals instead of taking touchdown or taking a chance at getting a touchdown. And against the Kansas City Chiefs, you can never do that. And I don't know why these teams don't learn that yet. And it was really hard to see the Bills learn that lesson. They rode away. Yeah. Just touch, just trying to match touchdowns with field goals. The math doesn't work out. I don't mind the one at the end of the half because they were just, that was they wanted to get something on that drive, whatever. It's still yeah, stupid right. to me, but it makes sense. Like to get some points in the second half when you're down at that point, and, and you're trying to get back down by nine. It was 24-12, and you're kicking another field goal to get down by nine. It's like, what are we doing here? Like and they could have gotten a first down there. That was the thing. It was fourth and three. Like they had an opportunity to get a first down and just were like, nah, we'll take these points. It's like, it's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work against Patrick ever. No. And yeah, you can't, you need to be able to keep pace with the offense. And then the, the defense was getting killed. When you, I mean, Tyreek Hill gets an open space, it's just game over. Yeah. The dude's so fast. Yeah, and then okay, double cover Tyreek. Okay, now Travis Kelsey's gonna just take you for a thirty-yard toss. Like, it's like clockwork for these guys. Well, we were talking about it last week, right? Like, the fucking the biggest thing with the Chiefs is how the hell do you stop Travis Kelsey? And the Bills did not help anybody solve that thing at all either. And I just don't think there's an answer for Mahomes and Kelsey in the NFL right now. No. And then, and that's what I'm saying. And those, the three of them were like, <laughs> what do you do? You can't do anything. Like you, you put extra guys in coverage and then what do they do? They run it with Clyde's Edward who's becoming 
a pretty good option for them. I, I like him a lot. I think he's a good up and coming player, but even, I mean, Daryl, Will- I think you put just about anyone back there and they're going to do well yeah. at running back. And they, they're just, they're just going to kill teams for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it doesn't look like they're going to slow down anytime soon. We were just looking at it before the, before we got on here, just looking at the contracts. They're set up for a while to be good. No outgoing skill players. Doesn't look like they're just, they're the class of the league. Like not even just the AFC, everybody is looking up to the chiefs and trying to figure out how to beat them. And everybody's talking about, Oh, they have, they don't win by a lot of points, blah, blah, blah. They, they got rid of all of that. Like on Sunday, they were just like, yeah. no, we're, we're going to turn today's the day. We're just going to turn every button on and see what we can do. And if that was Patrick Mahomes being hurt, <laughs> like, come on, that dude did not look hurt at all. Dude, there was no stopping anybody on the field. Like he was just doing whatever he wanted the whole time. He's a wizard. It's unreal. It's unreal. And I think Josh Allen also had, for watching him, I think he may have had a few plays, which he used to have. It was not his best game. It wasn't his best. The, the Chiefs' pass defense was very good, and those receivers were not getting open. Like, the Bills' no. receivers were never open. No, there was a few sacks that Josh Allen took, oh. and I'm like, oh, no. I was like, you're running the wrong way. At least he didn't fumble. That was the that was the good part. There was no fumble on the sacks. But the third losing 30 yards on a second down is – you're just asking for it at that point. You got it. Like you'd rather almost rather take intentional grounding. <laughs> right. I mean, he's just giving up yards running backwards. Yeah. Throw it out of bounds. It, yeah. He, he very much likes to just stiff arm and hope for the best, but I feel like he's limited so many of these plays that he was like, just doing things that you're looking at. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, He's limited that this year, but I think that they all kind of came out in a big game. Yeah. At least this felt like the first time that I said it felt noticeable. Yeah. I mean, it was just, uh, it was, I think it was just a lot, definitely a lot of the pressure and that you could tell for the whole team, like they just oh, yeah. weren't responding well. But that was also, that was the first game the Bills had played on the road against fans since week eight against the the Cardinals. I feel like that has a lot to do with, I think it had a lot to do with just the communication on offense and everything too. Like they had not been in a bad environment at all. And I wondered that all year with Josh Allen. I was like, how much of this is just cause like, there's no loud, like they can get communication on every mm-hmm. play, like, and scheme up whatever, especially on the road. It, you could tell that they were just, I don't think that's something like in the future. That's like that big, like obviously it's as big a deal as it is for any quarterback, but yeah, like I just think it was. I think the shock of it, plus the moment, plus you're playing against Patrick Mahomes, who just doesn't make mistakes. It all just like it ended up in them just imploding, basically. You guys need a running back. There's been a lot of talks about a first round running back getting drafted now. You need one, Najee Harris and or Travis Etienne as the two guys that I've seen pop up. Mel Kiper in his mock the other day had the Bills picking Najee Harris from Bama. I'd be okay with it. I'd be fine yeah, with Singletary. Sure. They didn't trust they they trusted TJ Yeldon more than Devin Singletary in the AFC team. Devin Singletary, I think, is just kind of a wash at this point. Maybe a feature back, but that's like you'd rather take your chance with Zach Moss. Yeah. And hoping that he progresses well because it just does not feel like Devin Singletary has taken any steps forward. Yeah. And I'll, I mean, it's not like the Dragons like exactly set up to do this, but. You, you just think that they would be able to get some productivity out of a running back with the amount that they throw, especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's exactly what the chiefs do. The chiefs, 
air the ball out and they, and they have pretty good success with running the ball. Well, that's the first thing that McDermott said too, was that like the, we need to get better at running the ball. He said, there's a lot of things we'll need to change in the off season, but we need to get better at running the ball. Like they yeah. know they don't want to be, they, this is a team that's run the ball, the shit out of the ball the last three years up until this year. Like they don't, because you haven't had any good quarterback play. Yeah. Now. But they've had they've been effective at least running the ball. Mm-hmm. I think the line is going to get overchanged a lot. I think there's going to be a lot of changes on the Bills' offense in regards to the running game because the passing game is fine. They're going to they're going to be fine next year. They're still going to be able to click. So Cole Beasley played with a broken leg. Yes, broken fibula. How wild is that? That man needs to be signed. How <laughs> how, how long did you sign him for? He's still he's got another year after this year. He's good. Extend him. <laughs> that's hard. No, I swear to God, that's that hard. is it is, dude. Playing through a broken leg, and he's like quietly one of the best receivers in the league right now. I think so. Yeah, I, he he was really an all good. pro. I mean, he was an all pro this year. Yeah, I mean, between him and Stephon Diggs, I think that, and a, a young Isaiah McKenzie, I think that you guys are trending in a very good direction. The only problem is if you make it to the same place next year, they gotta be. They gotta. You gotta you go. All routes, all paths to the Super Bowl, you will have to pass the Chiefs. Yeah. The, the, the aim next year is to host the AFC Championship. Somehow finish with a better record than the Chiefs and be able to at least be at home with 70,000 fans because that's, I think that's your best bet. I don't think you can do it in Arrowhead. I don't think any of these guys are going to be able to do it in Arrowhead. No, and no, there's only seven, little under 8,000 fans there. Exactly. Imagine if there were 70,000 last Sunday in Arrowhead. That game could not hear anything. Oh my God, dude. You, it sounded loud in there no matter what. But so the Chiefs are back again. <laughs> Chiefs Bucks, Brady Mahomes. It's going to be Which fun. I want to go back and watch these games between them because they have so many really like amazing. They had the Sunday Nighter a couple years ago, which was, wasn't that the game in the fog? Yes. That's the that one that I awesome. remember specifically that I remember being like so excited for because it's the yeah. last game of the day and you're like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, here we go. And they then I don't remember what the score ended up being, but I remember it being just a wild game. And I think I'm going to try to go back and watch some film. <laughs> Got a lot of free time on my hands this weekend. <laughs> I know. No football, dude. It's weird. It's going to be weird to not. Like, there's the Pro Bowl celebration, which we're going to get into here a little bit for the Pro which, Bowl. What does that mean? I don't know what they're doing. Supposedly, it's, it's supposed to just be. Supposedly, it's just going to be a bunch of interviews and highlights, which is unfortunate. Oh, they're doing a versus. They are. They've been doing verses all week. A verse. Yeah. There's a Deshaun Watson, Michael Vick versus that's supposed to happen, which is very interesting now because Deshaun Watson requested a trade today. Good. <laughs> so is he? Yeah, gonna, is he going to address it on the NFL versus? Yeah, I hope he said. You know, if you want to have someone as good as me. You know, here's my highlights. Like, here, here's me selling myself. Get, he can give an elevator pitch while he shows his highlight reel. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind it. That would be sick. It'd be. It'd be electric to see a quarterback just do that on an NFL platform. Just be like, yeah, I want to go here, here, here. I hope they can get it done. <laughs> so, what are you ranking for the QBs? All right. So for the the six QBs that were Pro Bowlers this year. Worthy. We have Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. Um, I'm going to go Mahomes. I'm putting at number one because I think he has, just has to be the all-time number one now until further notice. 
I'm going to put Aaron Rodgers second because he's probably going to win the MVP. I'm putting Josh Allen third. No, I'm not putting Josh Allen. Third. I'm putting Russell Wilson fourth, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray. For this year. I'm not saying like in the NFL right now, but for this but year. Deshaun Watson had to go through this year. He deserves Fuck Deshaun Watson. No, you don't mean, <laughs> you don't mean that. I, he I does do deserve exact, better. I would do the exact same, but only switching switching out Deshaun Watson and Josh Allen. So Mahomes, Rogers, Watson, Allen, Wilson, Murray. I don't know how Kyler Murray made this list. <laughs> you were you were in shock when you saw him as a Pro Bowler. I was like, he's the third best quarterback in the NFC. That's startling. His numbers were bad. Yeah. Not, was... Okay, not bad, but like not Pro Bowl level. Yeah, it's a. It was interesting, but there's nobody else. I mean, you look at the NFC. Like, who else are you going to put in there? Exactly. So it's a, it's, it was a bad year for quarterbacking, honestly. I mean, there's only so many good quarterbacks in the league. Oh, it's the hardest thing. It's the hardest job in, on earth. Yeah. There's only 10, there's only 10 people on earth that are good at playing quarterback. Exactly. And the rest of them are trash. <laughs> yeah. So like the turnover, and now this has been such a year of turnover too, that it's like, it's, it's really going to be unpredictable. Like next year it could be anybody. Lamar is really the, Lamar is the one who should be in here instead of Kyler Murray. That, yeah, I mean Lamar oh. should be on the Pro Bowl over Kyler. That's 100. percent Lamar is the snub here for sure. All right, what about the running backs? What do you What do you got for the running backs here? Running backs, I would go. Okay, so Dalvin, Aaron Jones, Kamara, Derrick Henry, Chubb, Jacobs. I would go Kamara number one, Derrick Henry number two, probably Dalvin number three. Aaron, ah, Chubb, Aaron Jones, Jacobs. Jacobs being the worst of the group, but like that's, I mean, he's still really good. I thought, well, you and the only reason I'm, I'm rating Nick Chubb, okay. So I, mean, I thought you'd give Chubb more respect. No, only because he wasn't healthy all year. Fair only, enough. You have to, you have to be healthy sixteen weeks. Fair enough. To be, I mean, best ability is availability. But if Nick Chubb was healthy all year, I'd put him top three. And the only reason I'm not putting Derrick Henry number one is because I think Alvin Kamara offers more to the passing game. Yeah, I'm going. I think Kamara is number one for me just because he's just the most versatile out of these yeah. guys. Like, and that that's so much so important. Uh, I'm going Kamara, Henry, Dalvin, Chubb, Jones, Jacobs, and I'm and you could talk me into Chubb over Dalvin Cook, honestly, because I just think Chubb's more just just as powerful and electric as a the power back. Yeah. I, I love the way Nick Chubb runs. He makes perfect for Cleveland. He really um, is like perfect. He doesn't talk, which is perfect. <laughs> like he's got a big ass head, dude. <laughs> Nick Chubb's head is huge. Well, there's and I just love that he doesn't wear a bunch of bullshit on his arms. He's just nope. like he just runs through, dude just drops the ball and then walks back to the bench. I wish he didn't wear gloves. Well, there was the one game where he wasn't. He would I think he was, he would didn't had wear like anything. A, had like a neck pad on or you know, something. We had all the all white um, the white jerseys with the orange pants, and he just had n- like nothing on his nothing hand. on <laughs> nothing. just him and his just him running around like a fucking crazy person. Awesome. Yeah, and what do you think about these wide receivers? All right, so receiver, I put Kelsey in on, on as a receiver, honorary. 
I think he, I was going to, because the tight end is not even, he's not even close. Like he's so much better than the tight ends. I think he has to be discussed in here. Um, this is a hard, this is the hardest one though. I think I'm going Devonte first. I'm going Kelsey second. I'm going Tyreek Hill. Then Diggs. Then Hopkins. And then Keenan Allen, Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf. You'd rather have Justin Jefferson than DK Metcalf? Yeah, I think Justin Jefferson is going to be better. I think he's a better route runner. Like that dude's always open. DK is just DK is the boomer bust receiver out of this group. He is, but I, I think that's still probably. I'm trying to think of how I'm going to even rank. Yeah, I'm going to definitely go Devonte Adams number one. Mm-hmm. I just love the way that guy plays. He just runs through people, and he's the king of. Okay. Dude, he's like a tight end playing wide receiver, honestly. Well, he's the king of offensive fa- face masks that they never and pass interference. Yeah, he pushes off all he the fucking time. Pushes off, and he just puts his hand, but he. He does it with an open, obviously hand wide open, but a hundred percent it should be a face mask. Never gets called. Oh yeah. But he puts dudes' heads in the dirt by doing that. I don't care. I love watching it. Um, so Devonte Adams number one, number two. I'm gonna have to go with. I'll take Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs led the led the league in receiving yards. Three. Also always open. All these guys always open. Obviously they're yeah, these, but. Just ridiculous. Three, I'm going to go with Kelsey. Four, Hill. Five, Hopkins. And I'm going to... I would take... I'm trying to think. I think I'd take DK Metcalf over Justice Jefferson. That's close, too. Yeah, that's that's a coin toss for me. Justin Jefferson could be number one on this list next year, and it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it's a quarterback. Wait, Keegan Allen's still on this list? Yeah, Keenan Allen, you got to. How did he even get on this list? Because he's just nasty. They they were seven receivers that got picked because four of them, I think Metcalf and Jefferson tied in the NFC. I'll be honest, I don't I didn't watch many Chargers games this year. That wasn't worth turning on most of the time. He balls out, dude. He doesn't even matter. He just balls out. He <laughs> no matter what falling out on a loser team that sucks. <laughs> I hate that, but good for him. He's a loyal guy. I know. I wish Keenan Allen was on a good squad because he deserves the sp- the spotlight. I think the argument between him and Hopkins is pretty close. If you want, if you wanted to like bring it up, but Hopkins obviously is the much well more more well known name out of the two. No one cares about the Chargers. No, no one. No one really gives a shit about the LA. Chargers. Doesn't care about the Chargers. It's they, just and it's not. It's because they're not really bad and they're not really good. They just like. Right. The, and they're the second team. Like yeah. people care about the Rams, and the Rams are way more. Like I think the at this point the Chargers have to have a brighter future just because of the quarterback, right? Like I'd rather have Herbert than Golf. No. no, they don't. They don't have their head coaching. Like you have to have coach. Who's their coach? They got the Rams DC Brandon Staley. <laughs> yeah, but I like Sean McVay. I do like. I do I like. Think McVay. Sean McVay is like pretty sharp, dude. I'm not gonna. I mean, we can't. I mean, an established coach is huge. Like just bringing guys in. I don't. I don't consider you to be like, like pushing the. You know, that's just like what you're supposed to do when you have a losing year. Bring in new coaches. Yeah. When you have an established coach, it's much different. Yeah, that's true. We've both learned that. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're getting there. Stefanski's not going anywhere. No, Stefanski better be going anywhere. All right. So, what's your what's your thoughts early on the Super Bowl? The line is like thir- three and a half still, right? 
I'm sure it's going to move around a little Three, bit. Next it's week. an over-under of 56 and a half. It was 57. So how are you, what are you leaning towards right now? I feel like under. I'm going to fade. The, I know the entire public's going to bet over. What well, was under last year, right? It was yeah. 53 last year, and it went to 51. Or yeah, 51. I think Tom Brady loses. Dude, but I can't. I, I, I can't I, imagine. How many seeing. times I've said that before? I've never. I. I don't think I've ever thought Tom Brady was going to lose when he lost, and it's only three times, so it's really not that many times. But like. Any of those three Super Bowls, I was expecting a win. Not this one. There's I no. I don't think it's possible. If he like, gets down twenty-eight to three, he's not coming back. This no, time. there's no, no this way. Team, the Bucks have been. Yeah, and I think that when when you look at that game against the Packers, the Packers play very methodical, where they they eat a lot of clock. They were they were really slow down. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs are going to fly at you. Yeah. And like, you just have nothing. Like, you might not be able to do anything about it if they start going. Especially if you get Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill going, they're just going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to slow down either. Because <laughs> there's sometimes when I was watching that Packers game where I was like, why, like, why aren't you pushing the envelope and like speeding up your play a little bit? You know, getting the line, and that's just not their game. <laughs> and Tampa Bay's defense was able to keep up with them all day. And Tony Romo said couldn't get away from the phrase sticky i know dude cornerbacks were sticky (laughs) whatever that means i don't think i don't think they're going to do that against the chiefs not if they're playing up-tempo ball no i don't think there's any way that they can stop them the chiefs and i don't think that brady's going to be efficient enough to score like i don't trust mike evans in a big game i feel like he's going to drop like two important balls godwin's going to drop a ball at some point like these guys aren't like they're, they usually fuck up at some point during the game. Like, they have lapses. The whole team, the Bucks. I mean. Oh, yeah. And I think that this will this will be the one. They're going to get got, right? Tom Brady's going to get knocked off his pedestal. If he beats Mahomes, dude, it's a different level. If he beats Patrick Mahomes at 43, this, it's a whole other stratosphere. And, and the conversation. I never thought of. There's no conversation to be had. No. Mahomes could never say anything. No matter what, no matter how many Super Bowls he wins, like, yeah, but you lost to the old man when you were 26. Like this is, this is it. Like this is important for Mahomes legacy, no matter what, because this is the dude he's going to be compared to for the rest of his career. It's like, if we would have gotten like LeBron versus Jordan on the wizards in a playoff matchup, like in an Eastern conference. Remember that one time? Exactly. No matter what, no matter what, it'll always come back to, well, Tom beat him when he was 43. So I hate that because I'm not like they're on the field at the same time. It's one game. And it's one game. Yeah. And Mahomes is going to obliterate all these passing records in the meantime. But yeah. And this will be a good coaching matchup too. Just <laughs> two big old dudes. Andy <laughs> and Bruce Arians. Yeah. Dude, they, two guys that I imagine this mask, two guys that I, is that why it's so big? He's like, he like, like a text mix in there or some shit. Like yeah. sticking out his bag. tongue. Yeah. <laughs> These are two guys that I would, I think, in non-COVID times, would be like drunk together Saturday night before the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, oh, just yeah. go out to some cabana bar in Tampa and just fucking get open cigars. Well, don't you remember um, Andy and his fucking Hawaiian Bruce Arians at the draft was on his patio in Florida, just chilling, had a nice yeah, whiskey he had next some, to him. some drink and a cigar or something. Yeah. Like, that's what I imagine he does every single night. That's how. That's how I imagine him and Andy right now, just chilling. 
Bruce Arians didn't look healthy last week. He looked like his face was so red. He was not used to that cold, cold weather. I don't think no. he likes the cold. He's definitely a Florida man. Yeah, he he belongs down there. So what what's your what's your initial pick? You're you're taking the, the I, I would take the Chiefs. Chiefs and under. Yes, I'm taking. I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to bet on it. I'm so scared of this game. I'm no, picking. I'm, I'm picking the Chiefs. I'm picking. How can the you Chiefs. bet against the Chiefs? Let's pick. Oh, honestly, can we just lock? T- say right now, we're gonna lock in the over Kelsey yards and over Tyreek Hill yards because the, whatever those are is probably gonna. They combined for almost 300 last week. <laughs> it's impossible oh. to stop, dude. It's. It was. It was like watching the watching Kelsey and Tyreek Hill dice you up. It was like watching when the Warriors were just dicing up the Cavs. And you're just seeing Steph and Clay just like hopeless. pop threes. Yeah, you're hopeless. It's like you can't do anything on defense to stop them. They're just going. This is going to happen, and you're going to you just look have like to it. You look like you're running through water, and these guys are just zipping around the field. I there's no way they keep pace, dude. Kelsey just look, like he'll just be there, like standing wide open next to somebody because he's just like nobody blocks him as fast out. as he is, and he's just st- yeah, he's just standing there. No one's near him. You're like, how does he even get that open? Like you, you can't miss him. Yeah, and if Tom Brady throws one interception, I think they're screwed. If he throws three interceptions, there's not a chance yeah. in this game. Like, there's no way that they would win with three interceptions. I think that was a rare exception, and they were leading so much against Green Bay that like they were even able to get a win last week. Mm-hmm. Because if yeah, if there's any lapses in the Super Bowl, no shot. No. I don't know. I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm scared to touch this game, dude. I really am. I don't even want to bet on it. I got killed by the Packers. <laughs> I'm jaded. <laughs> That's what I mean. I don't want to bet. Dude, I don't want to bet on anything right now. I'm on such a fucking cold streak. It's not even funny, dude. Vegas figured out the numbers. Oh, my God. And everything. Basketball, football, anything. I didn't bet on the McGregor fight, thank God, because I would have bet on Connor and been fucking gotten murdered by it. Yeah. Like, it's been bad. It's been a bad run. It happens to the best of us. It does. I need. To, I need to do some hockey or something. Maybe I'd be better off. Horses. Horses. <laughs> Dude, we need to just go to the horse track when they open back up. Start betting on horses. Come on, come on. Great. <laughs> horses. We don't know anything. March about. Madness is coming up. I haven't watched a ga- single college basketball game, but I'll bet on some March Madness. Yeah, I don't watch much college basketball. I've never been a big college basketball guy. I figured out, I figured out why I watched college. Like when I was younger, I used to watch it, but that's just because it's o- the only thing on ESPN during the week. Like there's no basketball. I know, really. Except that's like, all they're showing. Like, I'd, I'd rather watch Sports Center. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't but want just, like. I wish they had an NBA Red Zone. Just show so me they, games that are close. Yeah, show me two. Like have like a dual screen of of like at least the two games you want to like highlight and then just pop in. I would watch it every night. And I think show me the highlights actually, in between. I think Wob actually like tweeted out like an idea for an NBA red zone one time. Like I'm fairly We need to, tra- we need to trademark it now. Um, yeah. I, I forgot what he called it. I don't remember off the top of my head. It's a good idea though. I would watch it for every second. All right, Benny, anything else before we go here? Kansas City is 8-0 on the road. Lock it. Let's, I'm locking in the <laughs> minus three right now. I'm going. Should have just picked him at the end of the year. You know, the, the worst bet I had to pay back 
in my life was my Bills Super Bowl and Bills AFC Championship bets. Those ones hurt <sighs> a little bit too much more. Yeah. It's like, oh, I was so I was like banking on it. I was like, man, I could win, I could win, like be up kind of come up after the game Sunday. Like it'll be great. Nope. No, no, sir. No, not at all. Let's see what some of these props are here quick. What do we got? Game where are player props. Who do you think is going to be the score the first touchdown? Let's look at that one here before we go. Who do you like? Tyree Killer, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> well, those are two of the favorites. Kelsey's the favorite. He's plus 400. Tyreek's uh, six to one. Oh, no. Yeah, those are the two favorites. Why is Mike? Mike Evans listed above him, but he's 6,500 or 650. So he's a little bit lower than Tyreek. Clyde, Daryl Williams, both 10 to one. Lenny, 11 to one. Dude, I can't. I, I'm gonna also say I can't fucking stand Leonard Fournette. <laughs> the fact that he's so bad in the regular season and just like hops onto a contending team toward the end of the year and wants to pop off in the, I I, I get so mad by it. He got cut by the Jaguars. Yeah, you knew he was gonna pop off the second he went to the Tampa. You knew at some point Brady was gonna will him into success. <sighs> I was so mad seeing him run. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to suck. Fresh legs. I'm going Gronk 18 to 1. That's what I'm going to take. For first touchdown? Yep. Gronk 18 to 1. I don't know about that. He only had one catch. That's all he needs. One catch, one tutty. Out the rest of the game. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else, Benny? <sighs> Let's see what happens. Let's see. We'll be back next week for more of a game preview for the Super Bowl. Follow us at couch underscore QBs and uh, no football this weekend. So no, there's no games to enjoy. They're Lakers Celtics Saturday one night. Day. Last one. It's the last one. We got the senior bowl. You can watch the senior bowl. Are they playing a senior bowl game even? I, I, don't, I don't think so. Are I don't they? Think so either. Yeah. It was the last one you need to get COVID. <laughs> That's facts. <laughs> That's facts. All right, we'll talk to you all next week. Get ready for the Super Bowl.